Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, Lindsay and I are back for episode 41. And this one we are doing... um, a Chevy Stevens, <laughs> Chevy Stevens book. Uh, she's a Canadian author that mostly, I think all of her books just are based out of BC. I wondered, yeah. Yeah. The ones I've all read of hers, they've all been in BC. So I'm taking that as a guess. Yeah. I don't think I've read all of hers, but I think I've read three or four and they've all been BC. I think this is only my second. How do you down that road? <laughs> um and we're doing a winery called Blasted Church. So the title of this episode is Dark Road Z Down the Blasted Church. Yes, that's it. <laughs> you remembered what I said because I don't remember that. Um so it's yeah, the last episode of the year where we're doing a new book. Next month, we're doing our standard um, thing of doing a recap of our top five books and top five wine. Well, I think we normally do, we each top choose one? two or three wines yeah. that we each like. Yes, yeah. And we surprise each other, which yes. are our top five and three. So we'll get more into that at the end of the episode. But um, a little bit before we get into tasting this delicious wine that we haven't opened yet, <laughs> um, that we're all both intrigued and tasting is, if you want to see what we're reading currently, even though, as always, we're really bad at it, updating things, but, um, you know, we get better for a couple of days. <laughs> Anyways, um, you can follow us at boozeandbooks.podcast.com. And or our personal ones at Lynn.Z, L-I-N-D dot S-A-I-D, and Kristen.Shu, S-H-E-W. Um, and that's just where you see what we're currently reading, currently drinking, and currently reading for the month. So, all right. Let's get down to the interesting stuff of wine. Wine. All right. I think it's cool. Did you realize that this was from BC as well, this wine? You know, I knew it was from BC, but I did not mean that it actually I just did well. too, and I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. So let's pretend we did that on purpose. Yes. So the wine's from BC, and the book is based in BC, and the author's from BC. So we just got everything. That is not the wine I'm looking for. Okay. So we're starting off with the Pinot Gris. Um, as, so all the Blasted Church, um, labels are all, um, it's doing a weird bubble thing, I think. Yeah, it's like, I think it's meant to. There's like rims within the, in the bottle. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was just bubbles. I don't think so. Oh, oh just kidding. Yeah, it is. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, um, it just um, So, the Pinot Gris. So, some of the Blasted Church um, wines, and I think it's only a couple of them, 
uh, based off their website, and I think it's more so, actually I really don't know why some of them actually have titles, um, and then some of them literally just are the name of the wine, or the type oh, of the wine. gotcha. So, like, there's one called Oh My God, and then, there's <laughs> a, then the next one next to it is Vignier, so... Um, and then there's okay. an unorthodox Chardonnay. So there's, um, oh, they have reserve. Oh, oh revered ones. Nectars of the God, Holy Moly, Cross to Bear. These ones are kind of fun. Okay, so this is like kind of like a fun kind of winery in the sense of the naming that they got going on. But it's kind of all over the place. Either or, on that, um, all the labels have different angel churchy yeah type stuff on there um i don't know what else to describe but just they look neat honestly we've been trying to find a book that would actually go with black boston church um for a while um but usually if it was in the running something else outbeat it so it has won this time. <laughs> so anyways, okay, so Pinot Gris. So, Lindsay, take the lead. Sure. Um, when you brought it. Yeah. Um, I smell pear. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a light. Of course it's light, but it's got a really nice heavenly yellow glow to it. Um, it's maybe not as light as some of the past Chardonnays we've had, but um, smells pear, I think. Maybe some lemon. I kind of get a bit of vanilla. A little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I smell the pear, though. But yeah. there's something else a little fruity in there. I know. And I can see one thing that's on here. That makes sense to it. It says pineapple. Ah! Orchid, orchard fruit and pineapple with citrus mm. is what the tasting notes are on their website. The pineapple. That might be kind of the vanilla-y smell I'm picking up. Just like yeah. a sweeter pineapple. Ooh, very cool. Okay. I'm going to try it. This is really good. I actually quite like it. I really like this. Um, hmm. That's smooth. It's so smooth. That's and it's so got smooth. a little, it's not overly sweet at all, but it's got a tiny little bit of the sweetness at the very end. Yeah. It's kind of like pineapple. This is like it. my type of like sweet level. Mm -hmm. I prefer this kind of. This is so good. Very, very smooth. Um... I taste more, I taste some lemon. I don't taste really any pear though. Um, I taste, like, you can tell that there's fruit in it. Mm -hmm. And then you get, like, just at the very end, just a little bit of that sweetness that I think is the pineapple. Yeah, I do agree. I get more of the citrus notes when I taste yes. it than I do. Like, I don't really taste the pear. No, I don't either. And then, yeah, the sweetness kind of ends the taste. Yeah. Off. Yeah. Yeah. This is very, very good. This is going on my list of good ones. Probably, like, one of my favorite Pinot Grigios I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
before you rate it. Yeah. So the um, thing. So it says to ideal choice of pairing is halibut and mussels, Ooh. oysters, and roasted chicken. Ooh. Oh, bouquet. Apple, pear, and lemon. Apple. Okay. So it says our three blocks of estate grown uh, Pinot Gris were harvested on September 12th, September 28th, and September 27th. I don't know why it goes with the 27th as the last one, but I digress. <laughs> with the balance of the fruit coming from our neighbors on the Shaka Beach, Benjamin, um, Matheson's Creek Farms on September 26th, each block of Pinot Gris was hand harvested before being destemmed, with some of the fruit being left on the skins for three hours, cold soak before being drained and pressed in a stainless steel tank for a long, cool fermentation. And others were pressed immediately following destemming. Oh okay. my gosh. Not going to go into the whole thing, but those are just some things for it. The 13% alcohol. No one really cares, but you know, <laughs> saying. <laughs> um, but it's an open, like all of them are Okanagan Valley. Um, right. Ones. Do you remember the price of this one? Oh. Um, she got the receipt. Give me a second. She's taking a second to look at the receipts. But seriously, this is really, really good. Like, when you come back, I'm very excited to rate it because I'm going to rate it very high. I'm, like, looking at other past Pinot Grigios that I've had. And um, really, there's not a ton that I've loved. But I think I'm becoming more of a Pinot Grigio fan. Okay. The Pinot Gris is 31.49. Okay. Okay. So Blasted Church is not on the cheaper side no. of wines. Um, and I think it's actually some of the more expensive BC ones that we've tried. Yeah. But um, honestly, I think it's worth it. Like, oh, obviously, same. like, if we could find it cheaper other places. Like, Crowfoot Liquor is where I went. And, like, as per normal standards of their stuff, like... It's usually, like most liquor stores, a little bit more on the overpriced side. Yeah. But, um, I like it. It's very good. I'm Like, I wouldn't maybe buy it every single time I went, but if I wanted, like, a nice, a bottle, nice bottle of wine. wine yeah. That yeah. was white. Yeah. I'd go for it. Agreed. I'm going to rate it 5 out of 5. Yeah. I, I actually, really like it. I'd give it a 5 out of 5, too. I really liked it. Yeah. I think this is... I can't think of another white wine this year that I liked as much. For me, bread and butter that we did. I Did we do bread and butter this year? No, it might have been last year. <laughs> so I have to go through my list. But in terms of other whites, the only other contender would be my go-to, bread and butter. But And that one's a little bit less expensive. But if I wanted to like try something different, this will be my go-to. Yeah. yeah, and bread and butter, at least you could get the Chardonnay from Costco yes. too. Yes, exactly. Which makes it even more cheap. So, Blasted Church, if you're listening, get to Costco. Yes, please, so we can afford more of you. Yes, because this is not a every weekend. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah. um, Someone just bought a house, so she has to. Uh, yes, I'm adulting. Save the money. <laughs> I'm adulting a different way. I'm just putting it over there for right now. Okay, perfect. This is my white cup. Okay. Moving on to the next one. Yes, the next one is. The, it's called Big Bang Theory. Ooh. So, um, oh, it does tell me. Okay. 
Did you want to read this one? Do I have? I don't have that. No? Okay. No. So, it's a big mix. So, it's a... Is this the 2020? Yeah. Okay. So, it's a 40% Merlot, 20% uh, Cabernet, 12% Syrah, 9% Petit Verdot, Ver whatever. Um, Cabernet Franc is 6%, Pinot Noir is 5%, and Refosco is 1%. Mm. No clue what Rufosco. No, same. Or the Petite Verdot. So, um, this one. <laughs> so, it brings together fruit from our estate vineyard on the Shaka bench with fruit from vineyards in Oliver Osos. And a tiny splash from. Oh, fuck. Seriously? So, McCommon. What the fuck? Um, sorry if I butcher these and people are listening. Oh, like, Soyuz. Oh, thank you. <laughs> What's the next one? S I've never seen this one. Similkameen? Similkameen? Simil yeah, never really, seen that. Yeah. Um, each have... Eat lot... Yeah, each lot of fruit is hand harvested um, as it reaches peak maturity and is brought into the cellar where the lots are vinified separately. So, we're not going to get into the whole shebang of that. Um, you can take over the tasting notes and pairing if you like. Okay. Um, so, we'll do this and then we'll see. Well, it's very dark for sure. Not very dark. I shouldn't say that. It's not the darkest. It's like a nice dark. It's darker than some red blends. Yes. Yeah. And I think it's probably because it's got... Like 12% and 20% of Cabernet and Syrah. Yeah, true. And Merlot, too. Oh, yeah, that's Those true. are three dark colors. Yeah. So, this one... I smell vanilla. And it smells sweet. I smell like a smoky, oaky... Smoky vanilla? Maybe. <laughs> I'm like... I get the smoky, but I still smell a lot of vanilla. I literally can't get past the smoky, so I like. It's smooth, but it kind of tastes like it should be tart. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I get, get it. It's not sweet at all. No. It's at like. all. I like it too. Yeah. It's very, I find it quite smooth. Um, yeah. I like, I get it smoky taste though. Oh yeah. Do you? And it's drier. It is dry. It doesn't, it's very It dry. doesn't seem like it's dry. It's not one of those, like, really, really dry wines where it's, like, as soon as you drink it, you're, like, as you're drinking it, you're, like, tasting the dryness. Yeah. You drink it, and then you're, like, afterwards, you're, like, oh, it's a little dry. Which I prefer than just drinking, like, straight up dry wine. Yeah. But uh, I, I taste honestly, more of the smoky oak I do, too. Taste That's to really it. all I taste. I don't taste anything else. Maybe... A tiny bit of like a cherry, black, yeah, yeah, cherry, um, on the sides of my tongue. Maybe like currant. Oh, maybe. Well, it says aromas of dark cherry, which I think we both taste. Uh, yeah. Plum. I don't know if I got any plum. Strawberry. I definitely didn't Did get. Not good strawberry. Cassis and mint is kind of interesting. Hmm. 
on the palette, dried cherries, okay, more cherries, and strawberries open the attack with plum coffee and chocolate carrying through the mid palette as the tannin builds into the balanced finish. I wonder if the coffee kind of intensifies that like smoky kind of You know, oaky. when you smell it again, maybe, maybe that's where you, see, you don't, you don't get the chocolate though in the aroma. No. I, oh, I kind of see some coffee now. Maybe it's my mind being like, oh, there's coffee. Maybe it's, I don't smell the mint. I don't smell the mint at all. I think I smell a cassis though. I don't yeah. smell strawberry at all. I don't either. I think I smell a little plum though. But more cherry. I think I get the hint of chocolate. Yeah. I, I like like it. It's just hard to like identify. There's a lot of flavors they're supposed to identify here. There's tons, and I'm like, it's just kind of hard. It's it's a really nice red blend, but it's just hard to pinpoint what you're tasting. So Lindsay are not, and I are not ever going to be smallies. No, apparently we are not that good at tasting wine. <laughs> I really just like to drink. It, yeah, I'll be honest, but it's fun to pretend I sometimes know what I'm talking about. It's fun to learn. This is a good one, though. It I is like really it. good. It's very really smooth. Good. Very smooth. I would get this again. Same. Um, it does say this Big Bang Theory is a perfect pairing with almost anything from the grill. Sausages, burgers, or pizza would make mm. would all make for a terrific pairing. Actually, pizza oh, like a, with a red sauce. Oh, that would be that's so what I want good. With this, I'm just thinking of like the... So when I get famosa, yeah, I, I was gonna make say, my own yeah. like pizza. Oh yeah, and I, the, what I get on it would just go well with this. That's literally what I was picturing too. Mm. Same minds, people. That's okay, so this one's a little bit less. So it's twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, red blend. This Is one's that, hard. Oopsie. That notes of like all the wine we're doing for the podcast? No, just like of ones that I like. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I might yeah. get you some of that. Okay. Uh, uh, how much did you say it was? Twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. I feel like I want to rate this one a five out of five. However, I'm gonna do four point five. I am too because I like the tension that we did last month more. That red blend. I still not have had it. Oh <laughs> shit! Sorry, I forgot. I, forgot. I still thinking about it now. I still have the white in the fridge. <laughs> really? <laughs> it looks like piss. And I don't That's fair. And honestly, I didn't rate it that high, so I clearly didn't like it that much. I think I probably now need to use it as cooking wine. Sometimes you just have to. I yeah. should have used it last weekend when I made mussels. <laughs> Fucking expensive <laughs> tension wine, Jesus. Ugh. Anyways, yeah, it might be good. It's white wine and standing up in the fridge, so it might actually be fine yeah, to drink. So. There you go. I opened it up. Or just a couple of so. Yeah, muscle. There you go. It. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, I say four point five. Yeah, and I would give it again. Same. Um, same. probably again. Let's just put this down. All the one I buy. Well, I haven't tried the. We haven't tried the Cabernet. Oh, that's from, true. Um, or low yet. But if 
Let's say the cases we like it too. I would buy probably all these again. I just probably one wouldn't buy them all together. Two yes. probably would be a specific occasion as to why I'm buying yes, it. Yes, agreed. Yes. Not okay. just because I want to get drunk on a Friday. Uh, yeah. Pr- probably agreed that. Yeah, I'd go for a cheaper bottle of wine. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. But this would be a good, like, um, Bring birthday present. Really nice. Yeah, a present. Yeah. Wine or, like, treat yourself wine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The kind of wine you bring somewhere that you're like, oh, fuck, I need to bring nice wine. And this is fun, nice wine. Also, if you want to have good wine that's, like, kind of on the expensive side but doesn't break people's banks when you're in your 30s kind of thing, this is kind of that area. I agree. So this is, like, our expensive wine because our parents would probably be, like, 80 plus, maybe. Maybe 60 plus on taking wine to people's houses. This would be a good wine to take to be like, yeah, I know what I'm doing when it comes to wine. And it feels very millennial and like fun and it's like, hey, I brought this wine. It's called Blossom Church. It's not fucking ten dollars and it's decent or not decent. It tastes amazing Mm -hmm. and it's uh it's fun. Yeah. So there you go. You're welcome. So just listen to us. We'll catch you. We'll help you buy presents for other people. Yeah. Or just fantastic wine for yourself. Oh no, I feel like my bones are fucking hurting. I love this though. Oh, thanks. Oh, let's, ooh, we'll talk about it later. I want all the updates. All the updates. This one's dark too. What's a, what is this? It's a Cabernet, Cabernet Merlot. Oh, to me, both of them are like on the darker scale. Oh, that's a Syrah. Oh, it's a blend too. Okay. So it's 40% Cabernet Sauvignon, 22% Cabernet Franc, 16% Merlot, 12% that Petite Verdot, oh, wow. and 3% Malbec. I did not, I thought it was just literally yeah, Cabernet and, and Merlot. Yeah, same. Why would they put Merlot in the title if it's only 16%? Well, I guess there's two kinds of Cabernets, the Sauvignon and True. the Franc, that make up the, like, the bulk of it. Interesting though. You know, I still, as much as Cabernet Francs are okay, I still, still got a little of that Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Um, you know, I'm not going to bore you guys with the description of the wine making, so I'm just going to skip over that. So we'll get down to the nitty gritty of her and I trying to explain the wine. So I think it's just as dark as the last one. Agreed. It is pretty much exactly on, on yeah. point. It's got most of the same freaking wines in it. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like the smell more. Yeah, me too. You can identify more things. Definitely less, like, smoky, oaky. Mm. I smell, like, sweet. I smell, like, some chocolate. Yeah. I smell more chocolate than I tasted in the other one. As much as I don't really eat a lot of chocolate or really like chocolate... God, this sm- I could just like keep my nose. This in actually smell smells it. amazing. It does smell really good. Like it smells like dessert, but not like I smell if you don't dark. like sweets. Yeah, you smell what? I smell like cherries. Same, like yeah, like black cherry. Yeah, I, sp- I do smell the chocolate because it's got like that sweet smell to it, but like not overpowering sweet. Yeah. I feel like there's something else. 
I definitely only, like, those are the two predominant ones. Maybe some plum. Maybe. Maybe a little plum, actually. It's the chocolate, though, for me. It's like, that's I what I pass the chocolate. I know me neither. It smells really good. It's very smooth. Oh, God. It's very good. I think Lindsay and I are getting maybe Don Tom wine later. This is really good. This is so good. This is like. This is really this good. This is worth the money. This 100%. <laughs> this wine is delicious. This one's the most at $35.99. I would pay that every time for this. This is like. Okay. It, we get good red wines cheaper like Costco, I can get good red wines for like twenty bucks. Cause at a liquor store, that's probably getting close to higher third twenties. Yeah, but like I don't know. But usually, if the wine's good and it's getting a higher price point, it's probably because it's gonna be good. Yes. Yeah. There are some good cheaper red wines, but that's the pay. Unfortunately, I feel like if you want a good red wine, you have to kind of spend some money yes exactly and this is fucking good it is really fucking good um yes this is uh i taste the chocolate quite a bit of it i feel like i feel like tannin something in here too it's got oh. something i i taste the cherry yeah and it tastes a little tart which i don't I like. I taste the, a lot of the chocolate. It tastes like... So it tastes to me like... Have you ever had like... I'm sure you have, but... Like chocolate covered cherries. But like... It's like a fucking dark chocolate. Like it is like... We're talking... Yeah. Probably not like 90 or 80% dark chocolate. But like... A high 70, maybe 65 that's what it tastes like to me. Like, so it's not like a super sweet ch dark chocolate. It's like a little bit of a bitter, yeah. but it's like the cherry and there's a little bit of sweet. Like, that's what it tastes like to me. Hmm. Dark chocolate covered cherries. With alcohol in it. Yes. Yeah, I get that. I get what you mean. I really like it. Ooh. Ooh, it's interesting. Did we get anything right? I think kind of. This deep ruby What's red. What's mint? <laughs> okay, so yeah. Features cassis, blueberry, mint, sage, plum, and leather on the nose. All underlined with savory chocolate and coffee notes. The fine-grained attack carries the notes of dark fruit, dried herbs, and cocoa, which I feel like is like what I'm kind of tasting, through to the beautifully textured mid-palate. Where the elegant tannin, oh, you mentioned tannins, profile builds and persists into the well-balanced finish. I wonder if the black cherry was, to us, was the blueberry. Oh, maybe. Me. And the plum. Maybe, yeah. Because I kind of smelled the blueberry, or sorry, the plum. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel like I got the blueberry, but maybe, maybe the that plum and the blueberry together were kind of oh. making me think yeah. black cherry. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe what happened. That makes sense. Because we had another wine with blueberry in it, and we thought it was weird. I don't remember this. 
I don't remember the wine. I remember when we were... It was during COVID because we were not in the same room. Oh. And maybe it was the one I was drinking. Oh, maybe. And it had blueberry in it. And it was kind of weird. And I didn't... I thought that one also tasted very, like, tart... Like, a little bit tarty and tannin. So good. I don't get the coffee. I got it a little bit when I, like, swished it around in my mouth a little bit. Just now. I'm like, okay. Still the chocolate, though, is definitely, like, what overpowers. Yeah. I get the chocolate more. So beef, lamb, or venison would provide a great match to the wine in its youth, while duck or mushroom dishes would be perfect companions for the wine in the years to come. So um, this is a 2018. So I could see, oh, like a, oh, just imagining like a really delicious venison dish with like mushroom sauce. Mm. Anyway. I had lamb last night. The rest of my lamb I made on Sunday. Oh, you fancy. Oh, this would have been a good one she to have last fancy, night. fancy, everybody. She fancy. Mm. I've never had venison before, but we all know I love my fucking beef. Oh, it's like... Ooh, it's, and duck. I know duck would be mm. actually... Oh, some fluff I love around. duck. And mushrooms. Fuck, mm-hmm. missing out. This would have been good for my Sunday dinner. I had oh, I'm sorry. Beef, or I had lamb and I had mushrooms. <laughs> Fuck, that's not Sunday. Yesterday was Thursday. And I had the leftovers Oh, yesterday. God. Okay, I was like, yesterday was Thursday, but all right. <laughs> Do-do-do. I had both nights, but. <laughs> oh. Well, wow. I have to say, this was really good wine. Five out of five. Would yeah. recommend. Very much so. Because, yes, please. Yes, please. Um, Yay. Yeah. So good. I'm, like, loving it. Me too. I don't think we've... I can't remember, and my memory is also really bad, mm-hmm. but I don't remember a wine, or, like, a night where we had three, or even just two, where we really, really both loved the wine. Oh, I agree. I agree. Both red and white. I know. I agree. It's usually like one is better than the other and it's like yeah. unequal. Ten the tension wines? No, even the white I didn't like as much because I'm like yeah. I didn't put it down. So yeah. yeah, this is like literally all three were like in it to win it. And like they still had I think two no, I think I I think they had four at the place. And the one that I didn't get was the white wine, and I couldn't figure out what was oh, in right. it. Yes. And I didn't want to get it because I didn't know, and I didn't want it to be sweet. So. Oh, that's fair. Especially for the amount I was paying yeah, for it, I was like, I, I don't want to. No. But I knew you liked Pinot Gris. Yeah. And it's. And I like Pinot Gris, so I was like, that worked out. It worked out because I was like, if you didn't like it, I'd probably like. It. Yes. So. Yeah, because they, yeah, Profit usually has, like, I think four yeah. at least versions. Right. Maybe five. There's quite a few on their website, so. They have a shit ton. Check out some And more. I kind of just want to go to Okanagan Valley and I just know, go and to just, their winery. Yeah, same. I'm like, this is so good. Yes, please. Okay. Just for Blasted Church. But we'll wait until well, the oh, summer. Yes, and we'll <laughs> obviously hit up other wineries. But anyway. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm in. Me too. All right. So, I think we've done a good job of hopefully describing the wines for you people. You're welcome. Um, and, oh yeah, we didn't rate it. I, I did. I did this one five oh, out of five. I did in my head. It's the same. Five out of five, for sure. 
It's basically 4.5 and 2.5 out of 5. Is like, like pretty much, I think this is like one of our favorite wines ever. Like, Lindsay and I are very similar in a lot of things, but when it comes to wine, we're usually not super synced up. We both can't pick this, though, next month, so we'll have to choose Okay, so what. we're not going to... Okay, we can do Play Fair. Blasted Church is just out since we did it this Yes, week. and because... And because it's a unanimous favorite. Yeah. It probably won the year, so we'll just... We'll just give we'll it... We'll remember the how great it was. But the book, we can still pick. Yes. I have to remember what we read the whole year because right. I don't fully remember the whole year. We have time. But I have a month or more because we're recording this really early. So I have to like over a month. So. Great. I have so much time to I know. figure it out. It. Which, knowing me, I'm going to wait until the last second. So well, they have baby too. So. Perfect. Uh, this is why we're friends. Yes. Um, okay, so the book. The book. As my question usually starts off with, well, not all the time, but, okay, normally you don't read the book, you listen to it. Did you listen to it by Siri, Siri, or did you listen to it by audiobook? Audiobook, and it was very good because there was about three people that read it because of the different, um, like, people whose yeah. point of view we see, so... Which is kind of weird. So is it two girls? Or? So it was three girls as far as I know. We don't see... Oh, so you got the... Wait, no. It was weird. So I had... I literally read this a week ago and I forgot everything. Uh... Obviously you would have Beth and you'd obviously have someone probably for Haley. Did yes. the other female do everyone else? Like the male and Amber? She, I think... Because Amber didn't really talk a lot. I think... Actually, probably. Because, so, it's very distinguishable when it's, like, part one when it's Haley and part two when it's Beth. Um, and then you'll get, when they're talking in different chapters... Um, someone else that comes in. So I think that third person is just narrating like, so if it's Haley, um, because Beth isn't part of like Haley's first part, she is like, yeah, Amber, or she'll be some of the male voices. Oh, yeah. 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 And then she'd be the same in the other one. And then when all yes. three of them are in the same thing, yeah. they'd all. Yes. Yeah. Cause Haley is prominent in Beth's portion of the story. Um, and then you'll get like a third voice that'll come in. So oh. it was more just the two that narrated and the third reader. I just specifically remember they, they named three people that were narrating the book because, and then I, cause I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be a lot of like point of view changes. And then I only remember there being specifically the two parts, but there was a third person. And did the third person speak at the very beginning, the prologue? And then at the very end, in the epilogue? The epilogue is actually, I'm I'm almost positive it's um, Chevy, or not, sorry, not the epilogue. Is Sorry, is there a part at the end where Chevy Stevens talks about the book? The no, letter from Rocker? Dear reader, when I... Yes. So, um, Chevy Stevens, I believe, reads this at the very end. But there's an epilogue. Um, it's, I think the epilogue... Actually, I don't know. I couldn't distinguish, so I couldn't tell you. I actually don't. The know. epilogue and the very beginning are clearly yes. are probably well. The epilogue for sure is Haley. Yeah, no, not Haley. Amber. Uh, yeah, I think the first part is Amber as well. Interesting. I'll. I would have to re-listen to it because I didn't really pay it too much attention to those. It ha the prologue has to be 
Amber. I don't know why I keep saying Haley. Probably she's good. <laughs> mm. Obviously, she's the big part of the book. Yeah. I love the book. I loved it. It was I so good. fucking loved it. So good. Yeah, agreed. It may or may not be, once I figure out what the other books yeah. from this year, one of my picks. It was definitely like, I was shocked. I really didn't, honestly, I'll be honest, didn't know anything about it. I went into it being like, I don't even think I read the book. Uh, or read the synopsis. I was like, okay. Um, and then when she, I start hearing her talk about like BC and all this, I was like, oh, it's set in like Canada. And then I hear them talk about like the highway mm-hmm. because there was something like there, like I think there is a highway in Canada. There is, um, but Chevy Stevens says at the end, like she made up the town, um, yeah, because of they they were called something specific. I think it was like the Starlight Tour murders or things like that, and and it might be a completely different like um, thing I'm talking about. But basically, a lot of Indigenous women get murdered. Like their rate of of being murdered is a lot higher than any other race of women in Canada. Um, and it's, and they go unreported and it happens so frequently. And I really appreciated that she said in the book, like to pay homage to the women that had been murdered and gone missing. Um, she didn't want to like put the actual name of the town where multiple of these murders had taken place. She wanted to make, so she made up, the town of whatever creek cold creek cold creek um and i guess to also like i guess push it away from the fact that it's like primarily indigenous people yes um the three girls that are the main people in this are well not three main people but like the three females in this book are white yeah exactly yeah so it's probably to try and also help distinguish because like they do mention like um, some indigenous females and stuff are ones that like are murdered, but um, it doesn't primarily obviously state yeah. that that's only so like, but like I do like kind of vaguely like when I was reading this, I was like I feel like this is actually kind of like almost a true story in a way. Well, yeah, and I think that's... Like, a, well, based off true events. And that's what she said. That's way. where she got the basis of the whole story was based off of all these murders that took place along this highway of yeah. predominantly Indigenous women. Yeah. Um, and I think to Shelly Stevens is, like, the reason she wrote it with three white female characters is because she can only speak to, like, white experiences. So she didn't want that to, like, true. try and taint... The experiences of what these indigenous women would have had to go through so like different experiences yeah sure. but i i, I love like i usually don't care about like the acknowledgements or anything at the end of the book i i don't give a fuck normally i did but, not read it uh and like honestly it's just because it kept playing and it just flowed so well from the epilogue that it just kept playing and i started and it literally grabs your attention at the very beginning because she says something like i um I wrote this book because, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, she said, when I began oh. or begin the process of creating a new novel, I typically try to avoid being influenced by real events. Yes. But sometimes there are crimes so disturbing that they linger in my mind for years. And that kind of just grabbed me, and I was like, oh, I want, I'm curious. Well, now I'm curious. And then she just, it's very short. It's not super long. Um, 
But she just goes on to say kind of everything I've just said. Yeah. And the highway of tears. There we go. Sorry. Northern BC, where women have been murdered or gone missing since 1970s. Yeah. Most cases have remained unsolved. And, like, I love true crime so, so much. And I, I thought it was really interesting that she wrote, a, like, a fictional novel based on, like, actual true events in Canada in, like, our own backyard. It's, this is our the country we have grown up in and we're from um but yeah i thought that part was just alone really cool and it got like her just explaining why she wrote the novel and her process of writing the novel and why she was interested in it was interesting to me and i usually don't really care about stuff like that so um yeah i it was a fantastic book going in like not knowing anything about it i I came out being kind of hooked on it and loving all the characters and thought it was like very compelling. And I like, I, Oh my God. I just knew, I knew when she met Wolf, I was like, this is not going to end well. I'm going to fucking cry. Cause the dog's going to die. I thought for sure Vaughn was going to murder Wolf and or like cold blood, just shoot him in the face. And I was like, no, I was just waiting. So I was very happy to know that I was like, <laughs> I like how she's like trying to get him to come. She's like, okay, yeah, I'll walk away then. And he just like follows, follows her. Yeah. And then, oh, I was like, as I'm reading this entire book and like the whole like bond between human and dog, I was oh. just like, I want that relationship with the dog. Like she basically doesn't even have to really like command him in a yeah. way. He just knows. I know. And like, I was just like. I mean, I'd already been hooked on the book, but, like, like Wolf just made it so much cooler. And I just, like, it was yeah. so interesting. Like, interesting. It was thrilling. It was adventurous. It was, like, just a whole lot. And it's just, like, the lengths that Haley went to. Yeah. Like, I would probably never even think to be, like, okay, I'm going to run away. Yep. I'm going to run away to the mountains. Yes. Mind you, like, I guess circumstances, but, like. Living in the city, I would I wouldn't run away to another city, yeah, or even just another part of the city, right? She like runs away, and like, yeah, they prep it, but like, she like has to prep it for winter. Yeah, she has to like get up there. She has to like live up there, and yeah, like thank God. Bless <laughs> you. Excuse me. Um, she basically has to get up there and, like, live and, oh, thank God, she had Wolf. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, you probably wouldn't survive without Wolf. And, like... Yeah. Well, especially when it came to the cougar situation. Yes. Oh I my was gosh. like, oh, my gosh, don't. And then, like, it sounded, and then when she was trying to take him to, like, get help, I was like, oh, my God, is she dead? I know. <laughs> it was just... It was so interesting and good. And I just liked... Haley's part was so interesting. Whole time I'm like, Vaughn for sure did it. Like for I sure. I did not think Mason. And then like when Never it did. kind of when he was in field, I was like, there was a point where like he kind of like when he came to pick her up from the um, campyard, I was like, I was like that'd be like a twist if he was the person that was oh, doing shut it. up. I didn't even. And even. then all of a sudden he hits no. over the head. I was like, oh okay, because I was like, as like. Because he was, like, all of a sudden, like, being another, like, it was mentioned, being another guy yeah. in town that was interested in yeah. her to come, like, randomly to the campground. Yes. And, like, how's your car and all that stuff. I'm like, 
that's kind of weird. Like, don't be that creepy guy yeah. that is doing that to females like Vaughn is. Yes. So then I was like, well, like, I was like, he wouldn't be a killer. Like, that'd be kind of like the biggest twist. And then, like, I know, and then, like I five like, pages later, he like hits her over the back of the head or whatever. I was like, oh, he is. I know. Killer. As soon as I read that, I was like, oh, he's the fucking murderer. I was like, okay, Vaughn was. I was like, I I knew Vaughn was too obvious, but then I was like, you know. Sometimes the really obvious ones, you're you're like he's too obvious. It's not him, yes, and then true. it is them. Well, I thought maybe that was the route she was going. I thought maybe it was like yes, okay, obviously it's Vaughn. Like he's terrible, but we're not going to focus on the like serial killer here. We're really just trying to tell a story between Haley and and uh, Beth and then Amber. I thought it could have been Thompson too. Oh, I did too. So if I was going to suspect anyone, I thought Thompson for a little bit there too. I agree. And that, but no, Mason, I was like, oh, okay. He didn't play a big enough part. Like he was mentioned. Yeah. But like Thompson was a, like even Thompson wasn't, well, in Haley's part, he wasn't fully involved a lot. Like he was mentioned here and there and stuff like that. And obviously she was the one that called him and talked to him on the phone. But like it wasn't until Beth's part. Where he started coming in a little bit more, but then obviously that's because it's basically almost a year. Yeah. And, um, like, Haley had already, like, kind of, like, put the little bug in his ear. But at the same time, I was like, well, maybe it could be him. Like, I feel like that, like, if Vaughn's so obvious, maybe it's this guy. Yeah. Not seriously. Like, I kind of had it, I kind of was like, uh... I was like, that'd be funny if it would be yeah. Mason. I didn't actually legit think he was actually going to be the person. I didn't. Nope. I was like, I thought it was kind of, I thought it was really weird that he came to the campsite. Well, me too. I was like, that is, okay, that, like the, the, when he, like right before he gets her over the head, I was like, this is strange, but oh well. And then I was like, oh, I was like, okay, well, here we are. <laughs> yeah. I was oh. like, you know, I probably would have never even probably started to have guessed him. No. Until, like, I thought it was kind of weird he, like, pulled up and was like, I'll give you a ride in. Yeah. And, like, all yeah. that stuff. And I was like, okay. I'm here. Yeah. But, like, I still didn't even fully Same. <laughs> put away. I was like, okay. So this is, like, probably the first, not like, suspense novel for that, like, I didn't have any inkling pretty much at all well same i didn't know which direction it was going i didn't really know like what was going to happen next i didn't know what she wanted to focus on what but in the best way like it's not like it was chaotic or anything it was just like it was just more like i don't know where this is headed and i'm excited to find out pretty much like i had i started reading and i was like okay what the fuck's this book around about so i had to like find where the description is which is in the front yeah which and is so strange. i so i read it and i was like okay so then i was reading it and i'm like okay the description on goodreads is nothing nothing like the book what it's about i no. feel no and like so i'm like reading the i'm reading the book and it's kind of like she hid mason in plain sight and she just was like I'm going to sprinkle him in every once in a while, and he's a killer. But there are other things at work here, because like Bond obviously he for sure needed to be taken down. So like he's no innocent party. Like he was still taking the photos of those girls. Yeah, exactly. And like I felt so bad for Haley because he was being a controlling dick, and you just kind of want to sit him down, being like, why were you so controlling of her? 
Like, well, is it I know. you didn't like her? And, like, obviously, it's not the biggest. Like, it, it really doesn't ultimately matter. Yeah. But I'm curious. I want to know what he had against her. Yeah. It seemed like he had, like, a vendetta against her, in a way. Well, and so... So what happened with her dad? That's what I didn't really Mason understand. Mason hit her dad off the road. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what they assumed because they said that they found, um, uh, like, bumper and trim oh, stuff in his okay. vehicle. Uh, that, right. like, um, that it looked like it went on his vehicle, but there's some paint on it that looked like it potentially matched her dad's vehicle. Okay. So they were suspecting that he actually like ran him off, ran him off, oh like, off the road. Okay, that's what because yeah. her dad saw him Mason adding on that cabin or oh, the trailer right. or whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think thought it was weird or something. Like yeah. That. Okay. But see, Vaughn was so convincing to be him. Like the yeah. person, because he works in law enforcement. I know. He could cover. He's it so up. controlling. Yeah. He has everyone like so terrified of him. Yeah. Like how could he not? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, and that's why I think that's kind of. I was just like, okay, it's obviously Vaughn, but we're not gonna focus on like who the killer is. It's more like telling the story. So that's where I was like, I don't know where this is going. But I do have to say, I didn't, even though I read the description, I still did not think it was going to end up where it went. No, me neither. At all. I was like, which usually when you read descriptions, you're like, okay, I kind of like know exactly. But like the description doesn't lead you to believe that any of the females live. <laughs> yeah. True. Like, you kind of just... It's true. Like, obviously, you know Amber is dead from based off the description. Well, but then again, the other two are survived. I know. Well, so, that's why it's you like, can't really take it. I know. It's just so well written. I know. It's very good. It, I it's really like really it. Chevy Stevens, I think, has a different voice in how she um, writes them, too. Yeah. Like, um... I can never remember the names of the books. My favorite one of hers is Never Let You Go, but... Oh, yeah. That's what I read. Um, I have that name, I've but I don't read, think I read it. Did we... Oh, we read Those Girls. No, we didn't. We read Never Let, Me, Let You Go. No, I read Never Let You Go with um, the girls. I can tell you about the description. We read Never Let You Go. Um, now you guys are going to listen to us going into a debate over who's right. I'm like, okay, just kidding. Am I right? I don't know. I hope I'm right. Well, how would we know? The, the description. Oh, okay. It's quite the um sorry people. Never let me go. Wait, let you go? Let me go. Never let you go. Yes. Well I have this book, so I'd be shocked if yeah. branch? Yeah. Okay. So one the girl's name is Lindsay. She leaves in an abusive relationship and then her ex husband is sent to jail. 
Um, and she has a daughter. No. I read that with the girls. I'm pretty positive. Maybe it was that night. Oh, I... Oh, oh, well, I've read those girls, but I don't think... We must have read that night. Maybe I'm wrong. What's it called? That night? Because, like, look that. Look at that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm partly right. I have never let you go. I feel like that I haven't read it, though. Yeah, as a teenager... Wait. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Mm. No. We did... We... I think we did read Never Let You Go. That night is why I read with the girls. Okay. Okay. I was wrong. Because I remember the prison part. <laughs> ah, got it. Okay. Yeah. They're all good. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Everyone listening, they're all really good. Um... I own Still Missing, so always, I don't know, I don't really remember that one though, but always watching and never knowing are two that I have not read, and I do not own them. So, I'll need to look at that. Yeah. Also, I kind of, at the end of the book, I was like, you know, I really want Amber, no, not Amber, she's dead. Um, I really <laughs> want Beth, Haley, and Josh, Johnny. Johnny. Mm -hmm. His name is Johnny. Um, to like have like a little friendship of three. I think they tripod. Will. You know, Haley is a little rough around that. Just she is, but I think she likes her. Her girlfriend got murdered and she found her body, so. Well, you know, another Tuesday. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm your fault. Cold Creek. <laughs> Cold Creek? Cold yeah. Creek. <laughs> Naked, too. I think. Yeah. Sound like Susan. Pretty fucked. Pretty fucked. And like, I just don't understand like Vaughn, like being able to take photos. I know. That was fucked. He's fucked too though. Like that's, like, that's the problem. He didn't like, it was like his moral compass was broken. Like but he wouldn't hard. But he wasn't a murderer, but he was still really fucked well, up. Well, he was a drug dealer. Oh yeah? Yeah. Drug dealer. And like kind of like a pervert yeah so even though he didn't get off on them he still took them oh they don't know what he did with them that's true <laughs> well what's her face didn't think that the one girl that they like oh yeah talk to she's like i don't think he got off on them she's like oh he kind of just like stone face gross which is even more Worse, fucked up, I think. I guess. I think, yeah. Because then it's like the murderers, like psychopaths that just like yeah. murder and they yeah. don't really feel anything. Yeah, exactly. They just do it because they can. Yeah. Which is more scary. Yeah. Because then they really don't have a limit. Exactly. Because he didn't care if they were dead or alive. That's so weird. Mm -mm. You kind of wonder how many people will have these murdered. I know. I'm like, tell me. He must be like 50 at least. Roughly. I don't think they said his age. No, but they obviously, didn't. they You know he's an older guy. So, let's say 50-ish. Depending on when he started killing people. He could have been killing a person like a year. 
Which, let's say he started killing me as 20. That's 30 people. That's true. So. Uh, and he tried killing both sisters within a year. So, you never know. That's true. So, I don't know. Either way, highly recommend this book. Yes, definitely. Um, it's very good. Yeah. I really liked it. Me too. Um, I don't have anything else. No, me neither. Just read it. Yeah, just You're read welcome. it. Definitely. <laughs> read all of her other books too. I think you actually now I'm gonna add them all on my list. Yeah, so. like it's Here really good. Are. So, um, what books have you read? <laughs> like nothing. Um, I read this book, and then I read. <laughs> well, I hope you read this book. Um. Just have my good reads open. I really didn't read much. Uh, I really tried. I am. Oh, I finished. I don't know how far I got on these, but anyway. Uh, oh, I think I read that one. Um, so I finished. It ends with us. Um, such a good book. Holy cow! The one by Colleen oh, Hoover. Right. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, so good. Um. And I made some progress on Blood and Honey, so the second book in the Serpent and Dove series. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, started Survive the Night, but had to return the book, so we'll see how far we get there. And then that's it. So really, I just read... It this Ends one? With Us. And this one. I only read eight. Only. Only. Well, I only read eight. That's not that many. Quite a bit. Um, one of them was this one. So, um, I read Zanet by Kate Mazzara, power play by Mary Lewis, One Last Chance by Dana Azzi, until I did not write down the whole title. <laughs> until something. Until something. <laughs> by Anna B. Doe, Shout Out by Jamie Davenport, Broken by Elise Faber, Anton by but again, I did not put the person's last name. But I brought that something. <laughs> um, so that makes it 139 books nice. I read. So I really need to pick it up because I got like a month and like however many days before the 31st. Of and sorry, you're trying to read 200? Yes. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. So I got, I you know. You can do it for sure. Though. I got about what? 60 books? Oh, I'll make it. Yeah, you will. Need to read more than I have been. I don't read all the time, so I just need to read more. You have to read five books a week. It's like one a day. That's fine. Okay, good for you. I'll probably read most of them on my iPad because yeah. I get through those books faster. Just because I can take it more places and read different places. Damn. So good for you. I'll do it. You will. <clears throat> Sometimes I can read two books in a day, so that might help me. Mary and Joseph. And so that's me. all I got. Nice. We got this. So good. Much, much read. Because if I don't make the 200, you know what's my New Year's resolution again next year? Another 200? Yeah. Until I get it. Okay, but like, what if you make it? Then I'm not going to make that many years. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Oh, okay. It's only if I don't make it, then I have to prove to myself that I Good for it. you. Mine will be I probably 35 because I, like 30 has been hard. I got to make 30. 
I don't know if I'm going to Where are you at? I was like, let me just quickly see. I'm at, oh, that's not for, I'm at minus one, <laughs> which is not a thing. I was like, how can you be um, minus both? Can you just tell me how many I have here? 24, so I've got six more to read. That's not bad. No. It's one a week, so. Yeah. I can do it. You can do it. I can do it. Just don't pick 600 page book. Yeah. Blood and honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the big books screw you. Yeah. Because that's like an entire day. If you read it. If that. One day. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. I'll, I'll get there. I'm almost done. Some of them. I've got like yeah. five on the go. Like I've already like broken my fucking. Oh yeah. You got the new phone. Oh yeah. Case. I don't have anything more. So oh, yeah, same. next okay. month we're just doing. <laughs> I'm like, let's look at my phone case. Uh, yeah, next month gonna be great. Don't need yeah. to prepare. Thank God. Well, they don't. We wow. need to prepare our yeah. our tops. That's for true. The month. We need to figure out our shit so we can surprise each other. Yay. Um, and see what we chose, but we all agreed that we're not gonna do Blasted Church because that was just our favorite out of everything. Yes. So just assume that. Plus the church won't be there. Um, but who knows? This book might be in one of our lists. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we'll find out next month. So yeah, next month. Last, uh, our this is our last podcast of the year of a new book. And then we're going into our review one of the year. And then we're into a brand new year. Woo! So excited. Which means we're starting off the year. Excuse me, I'm hiccuping. On episode 43. It would have been nicer if it was on 42. It was 42 next month. Starting the year off. Oh, sorry. Why would that be better if it was 42? I don't know, because it's an even number. (laughs) 43 will be fine. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So, you can uh, catch us on our Instagram, boozeofbooks.podcast, or our personal ones, lynn.z, L-I-N-D-S. A- dot S-A-I-D <laughs> and Kristen dot S-A-G-W and you can also email us at boozeandbooks at gmail.com B-triple-O-Z-E-A-N-D-B-triple-O-K-S at gmail.com Great view, review and subscribe. I really should not be saying that shit. Blah, 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 blah. Bye! Bye.